And uh, where do you see yourself one year from today? DKSP president. President? <laughs> Hello. What's every what's up everybody? I can't hear myself right now. It's Wednesday. It's eight o'clock and I'm and I'm live. But the problem is I can't hear and I need to know if you guys can hear me. Can you hear me, Megan? Give me a thumbs up if you can. Because I'm having some audio issues. Tell me if you can hear me. Please, please, please tell me if you can hear me. I got nothing in my headphones. Okay, well, people in the comments can hear me. So uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and introduce the show. I got uh, two awesome guests tonight. I got a return guest for the third time. Uh My guy, all right, yeah, you can hear me. All right, so my buddy uh, Lorenzo Hunt, the BKFC killer himself, uh, 185, 195, 205, absolute knockout artist. He will be on shortly, uh, and then I will be following him up with a Marine Corps veteran, my boy from back in the day, back around now. His name is Todd Blevins, and uh, he will follow Lorenzo. I just got confirmation lorenzo will be on shortly um while i have your attention ladies and gentlemen i will go ahead and tell you about my sponsors i got massage therapix holding hands massage they are registered with the department of veteran affairs so if you are a soldier or a veteran go ahead go see your your uh, provider go get a referral go see jackie she can pinpoint your pain, stress relief, pain relief, uh, trigger point therapy, body scans, you name it. Jackie can do it. She's awesome. And her information is at the bottom there. VA clients go to holdinghandsmassage.com. Non-VA clients go to Massage Therapix. And uh, go ahead, go to those websites, book yourself an appointment. You will be thanking me later. All right. And my other sponsor is Killfoot Clothing, American made apparel, veteran owned, veteran ran company. My boys over there at Killfoot Clothing are the ones that created the first ever mission accomplished shirt. 
the next batch of those are being made as we speak. They should be around any day now. I swear. I, I know I said that the last like two episodes, but I promise I ain't lying. I ain't lying. So if you guys want a mission accomplished shirt, uh, hit me up on uh, instant messenger or DM me on Instagram. Tell me what color you want, what size you want, and we'll hook that up. You can pay me through Venmo for now. Um, tomorrow night, we got the Mike and Miss show. Every Thursday night at 9 p.m., your favorite duo is on. We are going to have two big guests tomorrow night. We got John Lee Chalbeck, the 145-pound killer from BKFC. He is making his mark on the sport. The uh, undefeated boxer, undefeated MMA, and now undefeated bare-knuckle boxer, John Lee Chalbeck. Uh, Chalbeck will be here tomorrow night at 9 p.m., followed by his training. He he trains her. He's her boxing coach, but I think they they're basically they basically train together. Alicia Alicia Zapatilla. She is the current reigning defending Adam Weight champion for Invicta FC. The girl's an absolute beast. Half pint they call her. She is four foot eleven, 105 pounds, and she can. Do some damage, I promise. What's up, folks, in the uh, comment room? Just waiting on uh, Lorenzo. He should be here any second. Um, just uh, let me just uh, shoot him a quick text to see if he got the invite. Um, yeah. So tune in tomorrow night. I think we're gonna play some games. We're gonna we're gonna have some fun with them. I don't know if you guys tuned in last week with Audrey Cummings. And um, Matt Lyle and and uh, Bobo Bannon, but you know we played the uh, March Madness bracket with Audrey Cummings last week, and we had a blast doing that. So we're gonna do something similar like that tomorrow night with those guys. And uh, I'm gonna go ahead and bring my first guest on in just a second here. He is the juggernaut, and he is the baddest man in the 185, 95, 205, 215 divisions in BKFC. Friend of the show, everyone's favorite. Lorenzo, what's up, man? What's up, buddy? How you doing? Thanks for the introduction, man. That made me feel good, man. Shit. You know, I... <laughs> Almost slept through the show, man. I, I, you know, that's a long ass ride here. I, I was sleeping. I'm like, hey, what time is it? Eastern. He's like, fuck, bro, it's eight o'clock right now. I'm like, all right. Uh, so, how long was the how long was the ride? And would you ride in? Seven hours, Kevin. Seven, eight hours. Seven hours. You you over there with Kevin Smith? Yes, sir. Smith Brothers Combat. Yep, I'm in here with yeah. Lane, Julian Lane, and Action Jackson, bro. We killing it, bro. We killing it. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Yes, sir. When will we see you back in the uh, squared circle, my friend? Uh, I fight. I fight next month. I fight in April. Fight April your... 30th at BKFC 17. Fighting uh, Josh Dyer. Uh, venue. Um, venue info is still up in the air, but we know we know it's going down. We know somebody's got to get it. And uh, what weight class are you in this time? Uh, this will be a, what, 195? 95. 195? Yeah. So um, I don't know anything about this guy. Is he 
has has he fought in the BKFC already? Dyer? Yeah, yeah. Dyer's fought three, two, two and oh. One for Valor, one for BKFC. I think he's two and oh. Yeah. Um, uh he's a he's a he's a fighter, man. He's a solid fighter. You know, he's 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 been um he's doing his thing. Uh he, I think it'll be a good fight. I think it'll be somebody, you know, he's young, young guy, you know, strong guy. He can come put up a fight. And um We'll see, you know, like what I always say, you know, these guys knock themselves out. It's always exciting. I just love the way, you know, they buck their hair on the wall, different ways. You know, everybody does it differently, you know. Yeah. Hit his head on this wall, and um, everybody will laugh. Yeah, I was trying to get myself down to Biloxi this weekend so I could see the fights live with you guys. But, um, you know, the Army always likes to schedule training on the most important weekends of the month and, <laughs> yeah. yeah always trying to ruin our yeah, day keep you guys humble keep you out keep you out from out getting drunk for st patty's yeah yeah right that's close trust me I, if you know if you know the soldiers that are uh, in there with me they're not they're not staying dry tonight like, <laughs> yeah nothing's more important than homeland security buddy you get your right. ass over there and train <laughs> now, <laughs> i wanted to ask you is there any talks about a 195 tournament or anything like that? How come? Why is it that there are so many vacant titles in the uh, in the BKFC? It doesn't. It um, seems to me. It seems to me that like if people are fighting for straps, more eyes are going to get on them fights. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, you know, I'm I'm not a I'm not a big wig in the company, but I'm sure as the the records uh, separate themselves and the people continue fighting that they, there will be titles everywhere held by everyone. Um, I don't believe that Nate Shook and David Feldman is in a rush to just throw titles around because people have to earn them. BKFC, Bare Knuckles, a new, a new um, sport. The heavyweight guys like uh, uh that you know that has a title, you know, they have it. He earned it. If you look at his record, you'll see he was fighting quite a while before they did that tournament and fight and the same thing for the one, what is it, forty five title or yep. something like that, the thirty five. There's a lot of those guys. There's a lot of those guys banging it out. If you if you if you look like our title, like my title, the two oh five title that I'm that I'm claiming, um, you know, because the universe gives you whatever you claim. Um yeah. That's that's mine, and if you look at the records now, it's just now recently being comparable with those guys. It ain't like you got no guys hanging around seven, eight, and one, two and two and zero, oh, or eight and zero. Oh. You know, you're just we're just not climbing to those ranks. You know, um, I'm uh, five and one, six and one, if you count my other one. You know, yeah. Um, so it's just now getting there. Uh, pretty much everybody else is either under that or maybe there might be one other guy equal. And I don't think there is. Nobody else has a 205 or 185 title, even close to that. So there wasn't anybody worthy. And um, but, it, the, the, but it's definitely coming up. So I'm pretty sure they'll have to have a tournament soon to, to title the champ. I'm, I'm definitely the champ, but, yeah. you know. Is it is it uh is it still fuck Hector Lombard in your eyes? I I know you said that each yeah. of the last two times you were on my show. Yeah, uh, I mean, the more, <laughs> like I said, the more, I, I feel like that. I feel like that because he's like a he's a clout 
grabber or chaser or whatever. I think he's just using the BKFC to keep his name in the limelight. I don't think he's serious about bare knuckle. I don't think he's willing to step up and fight somebody like me. He may get on the wire and call a buddy from, you know, years past that's been out, that's been drinking and hanging around like fat Thor from the Avengers. He's like, Hey, you want to put on a show? And then they'll come and put on a show and, and they'll sell tickets and there you go. And watch, yeah. mark my words. I, I may be wrong. You know, I'm, I'm sometimes I'm wrong about the thing. I was wrong about fucking uh, Conor McGregor getting smoked. I was wrong about that. Oh my God. I, I, I thought it was fixed. I, I didn't think he would, you know, get smoked like that, but he did. So sometimes I'm wrong. Now, it's rare, but sometimes I'm wrong. If they have a hold a tournament, come back. We'll come back to this interview. Hector Lombard won't be in it. Watch. Oh, really? like, why? Oh, no, 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 no. He's too good for a tournament. Watch. So no he'll let, shit. He'll that's your, that's your call right now, huh? That's my call right now. If there's I love a tournament it. for the 205 strap or 195 or 185 strap, Hector Lombard ducks it. He won't be in it. But they'll call him every blue moon for a main event or for a big show, yeah. regardless of the title. And I believe that personally, I believe that's the way – his camp is playing it. I don't think he's after the title. I don't think he'll step up because he doesn't want to have to defend it. He doesn't want to have to fight for it. He wants to be able to pick who he fights. And he doesn't want to have to fight me. Now, the 205 division, they uh, I'm looking at the roster. You got yourself. You got Quentin Henry. You got Chris Sorrow. I can't believe Chris Sorrow makes 205, by the way. That dude's a monster. Yeah, he's a really big guy, and if he does make it, he's drained. He's slow. I would imagine. He's, he's if he does make it, it's a it's a it's a it's a cakewalk for me. If they do a two hundred five tournament and Chris Sorrow's in it, I'll I can I it it'd be surprised if he can if it's a good fight. I think people people will call that out. They'll say, "Oh, hunting sorrow." Okay, whatever. I think it's a bad fight for him. I think I just move around and slap him really, really, really hard, and then everybody's going to be like, holy shit, that wasn't a good fight. Duh, I told you that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he looks way too big to be cutting down the 205 for sure. Right. Yeah. Um, what do you have to say about this weekend's card? Uh, BKFC oh, man. 16, man. Hell of a card. Hell of a main event. Hell of a co-main. Uh, walk us through a few. Oh, of man. Got, highlight a few. Bro, we got six Smith Brothers fighters on the car. We repping hard. You know, that's why I'm here. I'm here to push for, for my for my squad and just push for Smith Brothers. These guys coming out banging. Eventually, the Smith Brothers crew will be the dominant force in the BKFC, and we'll just go state to state mowing guys down, the new guys, the guys that's coming, the old guys, the guys that want to make some money. We'll just eventually just mow the lawn. We'll just go state to state beating people up and making a, making a funny of it. Because we we got a hell of a roster, we got a head start on it, and like I said, we're on we're on we're on every card, and we're smashing shit. Well, you got you guys got a Smith brother fighter in the main event, an absolute legend in Leonard Garcia. You got Chop Chop Corley in the uh, home main. You got Zion Tomlinson, um, Jay Fish. Yep. Oh shit, Adrian Miles. You guys got a uh, top to bottom. Bro. It's a squad. Like I, I, I'm not gambling this time. I, I'm becoming <laughs> like a, a kid, like wide eye. I don't know shit. 
I don't know who's going to do what. I'm scared. It's going to be weird. <laughs> it's going to be a bloody show, a weird show. And I'm so happy. Like I said, when I when I don't fight, I swear, like, I'm just so happy and cheese. I'm smiling the whole time. I'm laughing. I'm, I'm having a good time. So I'm going to be in the crowd. I'm going to be helping them guys warm up. And I'm going to be taking pictures with the fans. Um, I'm auctioning off my fight robe from last time. Remember the um yeah the gold the white and the white and gold yeah the white and gold with Eric Lozano smash out on it on the back uh, we're auctioning it off for charity we're gonna um we're gonna um, pass out raffle tickets and make a big big scene of it um it, it's gonna be a good show it's gonna be a good thing for me for Juggernaut Life brand as a whole and as me as a person about to have a good time it's gonna be good for Smith Brothers. And uh, I'm going to get pictures with all of those guys. Hopefully, like I say, uh, a lot of our guys bring you home and we do our thing. It's, it's a hell of a show. It's, it's the uh, circus. Yeah. I'm excited about the main event especially. I mean, obviously, to see a guy like – in the co-main, to see a guy like Chop Chop Corley that has such a boxing pedigree to come over into bare knuckle, I'm very curious yeah, about I mean, that. You got two, excited you got about two that. Super, super tough. Super tough, super smart guys. This this guy Elmore is a beast. He's a little monster. Yeah. I remember coming, and I used to look at him, and he used to look at me because he wasn't sure what I weighed. I wasn't sure what he weighed. I used to like like is, is that guy? Is he in my weight class? He's, he's out there sizing everybody up. Me, me. I mean, we eventually we did like say you know ask each other like, hey, what weight you fight? <laughs> like, and then we oh. became friends, so we're like, okay, we're cool. We we're not, we don't have to worry about that shit. So, I'm very, very interested to see what he can do. The the other guy, the other main event, Garcia guy. This guy hits like a brick. You know what I mean? He he's mm -hmm. he's, he's one of those guys that if he comes out and and puts on a clinic and if and if he he touches Elmore as many times as he got touched. Last time, you know, BKFC 12, or I, I don't know. I, I don't know. This shit's going to be weird. But like I say, he's super tough, and he doesn't really – um he gets tougher the more you hit him. So who who, right. who knows what's about to happen? Whatever it's going to be, it's going to be – it's going to be hell. Yeah, I'm going to be recording. I'm going to be zooming in, trying to catch all the shit and trying to post it before anyone else does because it's going to be crazy. Do you think that Elmore – who has a style of like taking six to give one? Do you think he could survive against Leonard with that's that I, with that style of fighting? I, I I I've yet to see a tougher fighter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Than yeah. than than Elmore. So I don't know how much if he can do he can it. Take. But <laughs> when he hits it, when he hits you, it's like a bomb. And yeah. so. I don't know if it's about how much he can take or how much the other guy can take. I don't know yeah. how much he can take either. So let's see. Like we're we're gonna find out. Like you know, sometimes guys chin come up when they throw a punch. Sometimes they 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 they're looking to see if it hurt them, and that's when Elmore smacks them, and that's when he smacks them, and they go down. And so it'll be Rush. a fight. And we'll, like I say, I think I think um I think uh, Garcia will start out better. And then I think he gets he gets used to landing and he gets smacked. And then we got to see like, oh shit, is he gonna get up? You know what I mean? And then yeah, yeah. And then it and then it happens again. Pow! Shit. Is he gonna get up? 
And so, so I think it's going to be one of those kind of fights, like where everybody's going to be like, "Oh my god, oh my god," back and forth. Definitely, like, that's what they pay that for. And you know, Elmore's going to give it to him. He's going to give him what they pay for. Now, uh, one of your um, Smith brothers fighters over there is right around your weight class. I know Zion Tomlinson fights around one ninety five, right? But this yeah, one's one seven. Yeah, new guy, really, really smart kid. I had the pleasure of meeting with him when his dad fought on the yeah. On the 12th, right? Last time, really, really nice kid, really strong, really, really big guy. You know, um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for him. Like I say, Smith brothers. You know, I'm, I'm rooting for him. I met him. He's really. I don't know the other guy. I don't know nothing about the other guy. So I'm hoping that you know he comes out. This will be his second fight, I think. And I'm hoping yeah. he wins. I'm hoping he wins. I'm hoping he keeps putting on the clinic. You know what I mean? Um. Um, one thing about me, one thing about me, you know, I, I visualize everybody as an opponent, but everybody's also a friend. So um, if there's ever a, a, a tournament or something like that, I'm hoping there's all strong guys and they'll be like watching a fucking episode of X-Men and everybody's coming with their powers and let the, let's see what happens. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm hoping that the weight cut went well for him. I know that he's a big kid and he fought at 205 the first time. And I, I, he told me that he's taking this fight at 175. So that's a hell of a drop. Well, when you're when you're young like that, though, that kind of shit's easy. As you get yeah. older, that gets very hard. That gets very hard. It's 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 hard for me to make 85 because I walk around about 220. But for money, for real money, I'll make it. Yeah, I'll damn sure make it. And I'll be the I'll be a big fish in a small fish tank. Yeah. I wanted to ask you uh, about Marvin Hagler. We just lost Marvin Hagler the other day. What are your thoughts on Marvelous Marvin Hagler? Absolute legend in boxing. Were you a fan of his growing up? Did you watch? Did you watch all his fights? I was. I I I loved. Um, you know, I loved this story. I loved how how he come up opposite of uh, Sugar Ray. You know, and how he was just as strong if not stronger and just and just as talented if not if not even more talented but the other guy got the the pool the crowd and it was just kind of crazy watching them you know bang it out and um well not actually physically watching them i'm not that old but i i do i do i am i love the fights i love the fights i love to watch He, he he was all heart bro he was all heart and i'm we lost we lost a mogul there's a a haggler family gym out of Daytona, and I had the pleasure of meeting with him. If you look through my page, uh, I had the pleasure of meeting with his, I don't know if it's his cousin or his uncle that runs the gym, but they're a big, proud family, and he has some, he has some, he has a, uh, he has a strong family, a strong history. There's a bunch of those guys who are awesome fighters, and um, man, I'm, I'm, I am going to go back and visit the gym just to, just to pay homage and, uh, you know, show some love. Um, yeah, it, man, yeah, definitely... it's, it's a loss to it's a loss to the world. We've been losing good people. Um, I heard a lot of rumors. I heard some stuff about the vaccine. I heard some stuff. You know, they they were saying he was in good health, and that shit's scary. That shit's yeah. scary. It's a lot of people dying right now. It's a lot of people losing their life. Before you know, it was COVID. Everything COVID. Everything. Now it's all hush and all this weird shit's going on with this vaccine. Man, I'm just I'm just praying. I'm just praying for people. You know, everybody needs to pray and. And, and figure out, you know, 
try to try to gather that strength, try to call on the universe to protect each other. You know, there's some, it's some yeah. weirdness going on. It's some have, weird. have you got Have you gotten the vaccine? Are they Are they giving it to the fighters or, or nothing like that? They're not making you guys take it or anything. No, nah. ain't doing no forced vaccines or no shit like that. But uh, we, yeah. we are all tested regularly, and we are um, we're kind of staying in a bubble. Everybody's has to stay close once we're tested, and and um, yeah, we're trying we're trying hard to keep uh, that nonsense down. Like you say, we don't want to make anyone sick. We don't want to bring anything. Um, they're doing they're still doing a mixed capacity thing, less less capacity. So we're keeping the crowds down, basically um, calling on the people to use the BKFC app and watch the fights. Um, we're fighting for our family, we're fighting for, you know, we're fighting for you guys. So it's all about keeping keeping everybody safe. We're wearing our masks, we're social distancing, we're keeping clean and we're trying to um, do, like I said, less, less than capacity. We're all putting on great shows. So, you know, download the BKFC app, um, um, show support for the fighters. Because like I said, we're always risking it all to fight each other. And I mean, it's even more so with the COVID thing going on. Right. I would, I, I tell everybody that the, you said to go to the app. The app for $5.99 is the most worthwhile app out there. It's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. You get all the events, you get all the past events. You can, you can pretty much search any single fighter and watch all their fights. For $5.99 is amazing. You can pick a fighter that you like and go back and watch his whole history. Five yeah. bucks, you're an instant fan. You'll you'll know you'll be a guru. You can go watch all the shows. You can binge watch <laughs> yeah. it like like watching uh uh Walking Dead. And Hell yeah. all of a sudden you're an expert. You know what I mean? You can go in there and watch me. You can watch me kick ass. You can watch me do magical things. You can watch me lose. Oh my god, I'm still mad about that. And, <laughs> it's only it's only one time. Though. Hey, whatever. Like you know, I'm, I'm a perfectionist. That's some bullshit. I want a rematch. <laughs> yeah, and my Thursday night co-host Mike Honnold says thirty even thirty nine ninety nine for the entire year. For the you entire year, unreal. Look, look at the pay per views. You got you look at those pay per views for the UFC and for those guys, man, and they'll they'll bust your head open. They'll, they'll seventy dollars for one, one pay per view. Right? <laughs> so and uh, be, um, before I run you through a third. Uh, speed round because your speed rounds are classic. Every time I want to ask you two questions, your son just belted up. What, what is he taking? Is he short and rope? Uh, uh, regular yeah. karate, like traditional uh, yeah, karate. He's taking karate. He's taking karate. It's a it's a, a different style than I grew up doing, but he's good at it. He loves it. He's always you know coming to me, telling, showing me new things he's learned, and and uh, he's taking right to it like a like a fish to water. Um, you know he's he's. Has he's you been doing it long? Um, not not very long, about a year. But like I said, he's good. He's 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 taken to it. He's excited about going to class. Um, he's he's always showing me things, you know, that he's learned, and he's and he's aggressive too. You know, he's a real quiet kid. He's he's cool until you know you can put his suit on, and then he's like the the strongest kid in the class. All of a sudden, he's like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> he's uh, a little juggernaut. Yeah, he's all. Day. That's it. It's the same style my son took. Uh, my son takes still. He's nine. Uh, he's yeah. been doing it for three or four years now. It's, it's there's a lot of kata, right? It's a lot of katas right. or weapons. Right. right. And uh, sp they do sparring tournaments. Yeah, you do that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. We got some coming up. Um, a and matter of fact, the, the his his uh his his uh his master uh he told us they're gonna have it at the K 
Catalina's gym, and it's actually the gym where I had my first my my first amateur fight. So nice. it was like nostalgic, you know, knowing that my son's gonna be doing his first tournament at the place where I had my first tournament. And so yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's awesome, man. We're, we're living the dream. Yeah, that's great, man. Full circle. That's freaking awesome. And uh, you got to tell me real quick about uh, lifting a car. What, what, what was that all about? Oh, my God. You know, I got so much flack for that on the Internet. Everybody <laughs> thinks it's fake. Everybody's thinking I made it up. I honest to God, listen, I do not make fake videos. I don't play that shit. I don't even I'm not <laughs> weird like that at all. I hate when people do it. I hate when people clout chase and, and do crazy shit for Instagram. And that's why I probably I don't have a million followers. But I came to work. And I saw a lady and her children outside. She ran over the median to my gym. That's actually the building where I where my gyms. She stuck. <laughs> she bottomed out. She bottomed out. <laughs> and yeah, she was like hanging off the gas. Legs, they're they're shaking the car. They're revving the gas. The kids are scared, and she's on the phone going crazy. So I'm on the phone with my dad. I show him. I show him the car, and he's like, "Just pick it up." <laughs> I'm like, Dad, I'm I'm not picking up the I can't pick up the car. He's like, go ahead. You know he's my coach, so I'm gonna do what he says. I, I said, okay, I'll try. So <laughs> so I wind up, you know, rocking it back and forth a few times, getting it, getting it, getting it. She got a little more grip with me helping, you know, another guy stopped to help too. So yeah. um and we wind up getting it out of there. Um, like I said, it wasn't a cloud chasing thing. I wasn't working out. I wasn't trying to pick up a car. I was just trying to help somebody who needed help. And it worked. Uh, right. My daughter actually recorded me uh, doing it, and it worked. Who knew? And everybody, it went crazy. You know, it went viral. And everybody, yeah, said, yeah I just, look, yeah, my dad said, just, just pick it up. up. I said, what? <laughs> I'm not picking that car up. And yeah, it worked. It worked out. Uh, who knew? That's freaking. So in the video, on the other end of the car, there was not 12 people pulling on the back end. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we wish we had that much help. We wouldn't have been so hard. We were out there for a while. And I got some more video of us trying to get it. You know, it just so happened they posted that clip. It made me look like a, a, a super dude. But you yeah, know, the juggernaut. Any anybody anybody who stops to help somebody, who stops what they're doing to help somebody, is a super person. Thank you. Yeah. So I guess you know, credit is where it's due. You know. You're a good man, Lorenzo Hunt. Let's do a speed round real quick. These are always fun with you. You always got great questions, uh, great answers. I got good questions tonight. Number one, the Lorenzo Hunt speed round part three. How do you eat your steak? Rare, medium, rare, medium, or well? Uh, medium, well. Uh, I can't do the bloody thing. Remember, I told you I'm kind of a. Oh yeah, you know, like blood. I'm not really crazy about the blood, so I you, want my you, shit done, and I don't want any weird diseases from eating raw meat. <laughs> you don't put ketchup on your steak, do you? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I like it okay. naturally flavored. Maybe some right. <laughs> some sweet baby raised barbecue sauce or something. Yeah. But nah, as uh, long as it's done, I'll eat it. All right. If you're running, if you're running for president, who's gonna run with you for your VP running mate? Shit, Kevin Smith. Yeah. Oh. From Smith Brothers Combat Sports. You know what I'm saying? I can't do it without him. <laughs> that man, Kevin, he's everywhere. That guy. He, yes, he sir. All right, if you can live your life inside of a TV show, which show are you picking and why? I am living my life inside a TV show. I'm posting my true. shit on live every single day. But the second TV show would be Walking Dead. I'm telling you, I could fix that shit. I know how to do it. Look, I got, I got a plan. 
Remember the shark suits that they wear yeah. when they wear when they're under under underwater with the sharks, so the sharks can't bite them. Boom! Yeah. All I need is a shark suit and two swords. <laughs> there will not be no more fucking zombies. When I'm tired, I'll just lay down and go to sleep. They can't bite me. Then I wake up and start killing them again. <laughs> you have it all figured out, dude. That's for sure. I mean, I mean, I asked a few other people this. One was one said Baywatch. One said like uh, Lost. Nah, I nah, I picked Walking Dead because that's the best training, bro. Like, they're real training dummies. Like, I could just run around train all day. Just, just mashing heads. Boom, boom, just <laughs> knocking heads off all day. All right, man. How? Okay. How many 135-pound BKFC fighters do you think you can go through in one night? You mean the ones that are actually fighting or 135ers in general? Nope. The 135 well, Whatever. Okay. It's a speed round, so I'm going to tell you. There isn't enough 135ers <laughs> in just the BKFC to get in the ring with me. 135 <laughs> will not be enough. Like, they're just, you know, yeah, I just sling them all out of the ring and just, ooh, WrestleMania. Royal Rumble? It'll be bad. How long do you think it would take for you to drink an entire standard size above ground swimming pool? Of water? Yeah. A year. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> do, you, do you know that there's 8,602 gallons of water in the standard above ground swimming pool? So at one gallon a day, it would take you 23 and a half years to do that. Yeah, it was a speed round <laughs> guess. Uh, no, I love it, man. I asked somebody that today. They said 30 days. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. All right. Who wins in a, in a bare-knuckle fight between David Feldman and Dana White? David Feldman. I've never oh. even seen Dana White lift his hands. <laughs> I know David Feldman can fight. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I don't think I don't think I don't think Dana White would, wants to do that. Period. No, I don't think so. But no, you know, they sir. they say Dana was a boxer before he was a promoter. So yeah, whatever. Let's it set wasn't that one up. Knuckle. It wasn't no, All right, nineties R and B uh, groups. You can only pick one to listen to. You pick a Jodeci, Belle DeVoe, Boys to Man, or Tony Tony Tone. Boys to Man. Boys to Man. Yes, sir. Yeah, they're the all timers, but I was I was leaning towards poison. Man. I was leaning towards Tony DeVoe. Yeah, they, no, but uh, uh, boys to men were they they killed it. You know what I mean? They're a little bit ahead of my time, but every but their shit's classic, and everybody kind of copied them. Yeah, Motown Philly. Yeah, <laughs> all right, did you watch Coming to America too, and did you like it? I did watch Coming to America too. No, I didn't like it. And keep it real. No, no. If I, I felt like it was rushed, I felt like it could have been better. The storyline didn't make a lot of sense because the prince did not have sex that night when he was at the bar with those crazy people. And now I didn't figure out, I couldn't figure out how the hell he had a son. And so they threw that in there and that was some BS. But it was cool, you know, cultural like. It kind of pissed me off that those people made all that money from that movie and didn't try to actually build a Zamunda. You know what I mean? Because by now, we could have actually had a real one. And Murphy has enough money. Arsenio Hall had enough money. All those people that was in those movies got rich. And they should have built one for real. Uh, off, off subject question. Is going Kevin, to do it at Rick Ross' house. 
is Kevin Smith going to get you a role in the next Black Panther movie? We're working on it. We're working on it. We're honestly working on it. You know, it's, like, yeah. it's a weird thing with my name because of the juggernaut and then, you know, Marvel and Disney and all that shit. And they're like, hey, you know, well, if he's in the movies, he's actually trying to be the fucking real juggernaut because we already cast somebody for that. And uh, it's weird. It's weird. Uh, we're, we're trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? But yes, I, I'm definitely interested in playing in the Black Panther movie. And when my yeah. doing the Expendables, I, I kind of want to play Mr. T and something. And if they don't hire me to do it, I might have to start doing them myself. There you go. But, you could do a, a Mr. T biopic. That'd be fun. Right. Great. I mean, it'll, it'll it'll just go. It just goes right over. You know. Uh, <laughs> I, pity the, I pity the fool. I pity the fool ass boxer that uh, come over to BKC and thinks that he's gonna uh, win. <laughs> 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 Ah, uh, dude, that's awesome. I will say before I give you the last question, I think they they messed up making Coming to America two PG thirteen, taking the rated R rating off of that movie, limited the shit that they could do. It put a muzzle on T, uh, Tracy Morgan. It put a muzzle on Michael Blackson. Uh, it they made it PG thirteen. They fucked up. Yeah, I just felt like everything was rushed. A lot of those scenes. A lot of the things that they tried to reiterate from part one were so epic and so amazing, kind of like how the dancers, remember that big scene where the dancers came out and they did their thing in part one? Yep. They tried to do something similar, but they did it in like 30 seconds. Like, hurry up, everything's yeah. 30 seconds. Everything's 30 seconds, and they're moving on, moving on. Everybody's got a cameo, but it's like, you get 30 seconds. Everybody gets 30 seconds. Hurry up. And uh, it, yep. just felt, it just felt rushed and um um not very authentic. It, it felt like they, they got away from it. No, I totally agree with you. Man, I was disappointed in myself. Last question. This is a tough one. Would you rather win a world title but have to retire right after, or continue fighting as long as you want but never win a world title? Yeah, I I just keep fighting. I'd rather keep fighting. I I'm I'm not here for a title. I've 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 reiterated that reiterated that throughout my entire career. I I'm not concerned about belts. Uh, uh, I was a Boy Scout before, so the trinket thing, you know, that, whatever. It's just a trinket. It's just, you know. You need um, that shit. Yeah. Keep that shit and pay me so I can take care of my family, take care of my loved ones, and perfect my craft and continue to win and continue to strike their ass down with the hammer of Thor right here that, <laughs> and, and, until, um, you know, um, when a title makes sense. Like I said, I'm not even just jumping in a tournament for a title. I'm jumping in a tournament for the for the notoriety that it brings. Um, they're fighting me back to back to back because I proved that I can do this and not get hurt. It's like juggling chainsaws. It's like, holy shit, who's going to get them? Is one of those chainsaws going to cut them? No, because I'm a professional. I'm going <laughs> to keep kicking ass and keep looking good doing it. And then they'll say, okay, he's the best at it. He's the best that ever did it, with or without a title. With or without a title. You know what I mean? Imagine me walking around, imagine me walking around 15, 20, and 1, and some guy's got the belt. Oh, Everybody's yeah. going to laugh at him every time he posts a picture. I'm yeah. like, bro, put it down. You're not the real champ. Yeah, you're a paper no champ. You ain't the real champ. You're a paper champ. You're a paper champ. Paper champ. You ain't nothing. <laughs> you stupid fool, you ain't nothing. <laughs> All right, my man. Well, everybody knows who the champ is. Everybody know. 
Yeah, oh man, I I can't wait to see that movie. I'm telling you, <laughs> and that's, that's improv. Just give me a month of practice. I'll have Mr. Ti down pat. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go. Thank you for stopping in again. Everybody always loves when the juggernaut stops through. Juggernaut uh, you... Check out the you... juggernaut life. Check out the juggernaut life brand. We got merch coming soon. We're working really really hard to bring this whole thing cir full circle to fruition. This is a lifestyle. You can, you can bully your way. You can perfect yourself, and you can live the juggernaut life. And you can be a juggernaut. You can bring the best of you out forward, but you have to force it. You cannot wait around for it to just reveal itself. You have to force it every day. I get up. I train three times a day. I push myself. I push my students just to show you guys it's possible. I'm 38 years old. I'm strong. I'm, I feel good. I have no injuries. I stretch every day. I eat right. I go to bed at night. You can do those things and you can live your best possible you. You can be your best you. You can live your best life. And uh, it's just a matter of discipline. So just bring it. Bring it. Love it, man. Hashtag my life. Hell yeah, you're a mo you're a motivating dude for sure. And I can't wait to see you fight again. Have fun at the fights this weekend. Yes, sir. Uh, good luck to all the Smith brother uh, combat sports people. I, un unfortunately, two of them are fighting each other, but you know, good luck. Yeah, to have it you. happens. It happens. Yeah, it, it does. Happens. You know, you and Rob last time. In, yeah. in this game, you know, in this in this in this game, we are fighters first and foremost. Everything else is secondary. Hell yeah, man. Thank you for stopping in. Thanks, Kevin, for having you on here again. Tell everybody I said what's up. Have Thank a blast this weekend. Time, man. I love your show. I love the questions. I love the speed round. I love the way you got it made up. You guys yeah. in Jacksonville, shout out to Duval. Shout out to everybody who who's watched me grow in this sport, who's watched me perfect it. You'll know I'm different. You'll know I'm doing something different. I'm teaching. If you pay attention, I'm teaching. And, and you can learn how to do this. You can learn how to hit and not get hit. You can learn how to hurt people. I know how to hurt people. I know how to knock them out. I know how to protect myself. And if you pay you attention, just don't like watch me them. on Facebook. Right. Catch me you on Facebook. You, uh, you, you just don't like hurting them, right? Right? No, I, said, well, it is. Remember what I told you. They hurt themselves. I'm here. Yeah. I have a, I have a doctrine. Um, I'm a master at this. And I'm going to make them guys hurt themselves. And I'll show you how to make your attacker hurt himself. Hell yeah, my friend. Thanks for stopping in. Have fun this weekend. Yes, sir. Later, brother. See you. That is the most frequent guest I've had on this show so far. His name is Lorenzo Hahn. He is the juggernaut. Juggernaut life. you got to go check his stuff out. His, his logo is awesome. You've seen me wear that shirt in the past. That dude is just a great interview every time. He's super down to earth, super confident, super motivating. And my God, he can knock a motherfucker out. So with that said... I'm going to bring on an old friend of mine that happens to be a goddamn American hero. My veteran guest of the night knows how to knock a person out, too. Just not in Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. Maybe we can get him a tryout one day. His name is Todd Blevins. He is a U.S. Marine. What up, dog? Oh, my God. Is that Seamus? You there? Can you hear me? <laughs> it's something. It's something. It's something. I, I, it's oh. mustache March, so I thought I'd do a little song. I couldn't do this to total full pederast, so <laughs> I, had to, I, had to, I had to go with that. What's up, brother? That was a great How are you, man. I saw you with Lorenzo. What? A, 
What a savage. What a savage. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't back down from all people, but if you tell me to fuck myself, I might say, okay, I'm going to buy a beer. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you right now, man. Me, me and Mike went down to, to Tampa back in February, and we went to Knuckle Mania. We saw him live. That's a that's a beast of a dude, and he sure as hell. It what's funny he's, is he's a he's a large man. Yeah, yeah. So and we're gonna talk over each other. I'm gonna try. No, you got a little bit of a delay. That's all. So, um, you, I think uh, the Wi-Fi. I planned I planned on being at home, but I'm uh, yeah. at a full on uh, party, fashion party right now. So I went to the uh, back room, and I'm trying to do this right now. So. Oh, dude, I love it, man. Thank you for uh, thank you for accommodating. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. So I, let me just tell everybody who you are. This is my this is a really good friend of mine from all the way back in Little League, man. Uh, we went we were, we knew each other in Little League. We knew all through high school. And then what did you join the Marines straight out of uh, straight out of high school? I can't remember if you took a year off and then went, or did you go straight in? I went. I took a couple months. No, a couple months in uh, August 16th, 2000. Yeah. So yeah. Right in. August 16th, 2000. Right so, so that means that means that you were full blown Marine when September 11th happened. What, where were you yeah. when, when, where were you when September 11th happened and how giddy were you to be able to go to war? Cause you knew that shit was coming. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> Billy, that's no to you. I read, Better, right? Um, yeah. Uh, so, I don't know if you know this or not, but they fuck with us a lot in the Marine Corps. <laughs> but, but so I was in my room in Okinawa, Japan, and it was like one, two in the morning, and I remember this distinctively. I remember someone beating on my door, like boom, 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 boom. I'm like, oh fuck, do we not feel day properly? Is Corporal about to ass fuck us right now? <laughs> And I was ignoring it. And next thing you know, my gunny shows up. He said, Blevins, get your bitch ass out of your rack right fucking now and get the fuck over here. And as I walked into our uh, duty hut, the the uh, second plane or the plane hit the towers. And I was oh. like, fuck, is that the trade centers? And they're like, yeah, sun's going on. And from there, I had a 24-7 Viagra hard on for uh, for quite a while. And, and, uh, I can't even describe the moment and just like the surreal, like, this is what we train for. This is what we do. Let me at these motherfuckers. I'm about to fuck their shit up. You know what I mean? And I know that sounds bravado and that sounds everything, but like, it just was like very surreal because everything before that was like, like, okay, you do this, you do that. And it's like, okay, you're in the game, you're in the game, but it's, it's, there's no, there's no Super Bowl, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and what were you doing Super at the Bowl time? Right now, I was about to go up and smoke some motherfuckers. What were you doing in Okinawa? What was your job in Okinawa at the time? You were just serving as an MP at the time, just uh, I was every every day in MP duty. Third of the way the Marine Corps works is there's always a deployable unit readily available. Um, they call it the MU, uh, Marine Expeditionary Unit, and uh, Part of my job, because I'm an infantryman, I was an MP. So uh, part of my job was blessed to be a NEO team. And part of my job was to be ready on that deployment to 
backway MCs, CQB, things of that nature. Forgive me, I have some BL smoothie burps right now. <laughs> uh, but that a boy. Uh, so that was our job, and it was nothing. To do with it. <laughs> so um, what that was there is what we were ready to go, and like usually the Pacific South Pacific is the general nature of our uh, uh, our domain, so to speak. But um, was it tell us you really feel, Amy? <laughs> uh, I missed I some comments, you, obviously. Uh, so but, I don't know um, if you saw. Hey, hey Todd, Amy says quite possibly the most inappropriate guest ever, and he's keeping it mild right now. <laughs> I'm John Morris that says, what's up, Todd? Yo, Walmart's balls tits. Right Walmart's balls tits right now. <laughs> All right, so uh, you were saying? Amy, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I was part of that, and I was blessed to be already uh, trained up and everything. So once uh, September 11th happened, uh, 3rd Battalion, 8th Marines got the the God-given call to go and uh, fuck some shit up. And we were able to uh, parlay with them. And uh, I was blessed enough to uh, be able to be a part of those bad motherfuckers. That's awesome, dude. So, uh, and how, how soon after... Go there and, uh, some shit. Todd, how soon after September 11th were um, you already moving? Were you, were you heading there? Uh, I think the first conventional force we were there. We came into Germany. I think it. I think it was about four months, five months. Four months I after. I think it was like April, or the spring, because uh, the soft rep, soft rep was fucking shit up. At times, paying targets, doing all sorts. Honestly, dude, this twenty something years ago. It sounds like bullshit, but like, like it all blends together. For yeah, me. and I, I'm sure it it's. I believe it was around. Um, because at that time I couldn't call my mom. I couldn't like, wouldn't let us call our parents. Wouldn't let us email. Wouldn't let us do shit. So I was just kind of like in the zone and like, it's surreal, man. Like when that happened, it was just like, wow, this is our task and purpose, man. This is what we were. This is why we're here. This is what's up. And now we're going to go fucking time to cut some throats. Yeah. And now the devil dogs get to put the crayons down for a few minutes and go kill some motherfuckers. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> uh, uh, dude. I so, like the Red so, Wings, by the way. You, if you... Oh, God damn it. That's funny you say that because I got something for you in the speed round. All right. So after after you served over in oh. Afghanistan, you came out and you went to Africa, right? You were an embassy guard. And uh, what did you do, do there? Uh, I was uh, my I was blessed to have a sergeant that led me down the right way, and he's like, "Dude, if you really want to be a badass, like it's supposed to be the top one percent of the Marine Corps and shit like that, and it's honestly the hardest school I've ever been through, uh, just because they ride you so much and they, you know, it's they could kick you out for any reason. You could be the best PT or you could be the hot shit Marine you think you are. With the same respect, they think you might not be the best guy for the job because you're gonna go over and fuck some shit up. We all remember the time." Uh, article with the Marine with the black eyes, that's an embassy guard because he decides pussy was a little better than American freedom and he got turned. So, uh, so, so that's all uh, something we all constantly are watching, constantly watching. And uh, so it's always nerve wracking. Uh, you have uh, inspections constantly. And uh, once you finish that, they gave me my post assignment. I went to uh, Portugal, Lisbon, which is 
I mean, let's be honest. That was fun. And then I went to Uganda, Cameroon. And uh, during that time, uh, the Marines, we uh, guard the president because we already have the clearances. Yeah. So I got to, I got to uh, meet W. And, yeah, uh, GW. Probably, uh, a great yeah. That's that dude. That's incredible. And how was that? How was how cool was that guy? That guy, um, you can say what you want about him, about like, because he's just a good old boy. He's like somebody that, and you can take that as a negative, but he's somebody that, like, he's real. You know what I mean? He stopped. He remembered my name. That's probably the epitome of my Marine Corps career. He said Sergeant Blevins, and like, he had already been there and stuff. I don't know if you're aware of this, but like, before the president goes out, there's like advanced teams. There's all sorts of things go out way before him. And uh, we have to secure this uh, equipment and the personnel. So he had, had an opportunity to speak to me before, and they sat, he literally sat down and said, Hey, what's up, Sergeant Blevins? And for that, that was like, Wow, this guy gives a shit. This guy has met a million people all the time. Like, I'm a nobody, dude. I'm some <laughs> dumbass Marine. Garden is, you know, in a suit, by the way. Doesn't even know Marine. Uh, guarding something that is like irrelevant, really, to him. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just our, you know, and he has the time to say yeah, up to me and stop and really care, you know, really care about it. So that's my take on him. Like, he gave a shit. Yeah. And anybody who gives a shit, you know what it is, dude? It's it's guys at his level and, and, and it's minds like his. Like Ryan says the same thing about General Petraeus. General Petraeus coined Ryan back in 2004. Didn't see Ryan for fucking 15 years or 10 years, whatever. And Ryan, then he saw, by the way, I love that ass. Badass. Yeah. Yeah. Badass. But you guys are coming the same clock. Sometimes I, I love <laughs> but but that's what Ryan said. Ryan said when he went to his reunion down at Fort Bragg, like 10, 12 years later or whatever, 10 years later or whatever, Petraeus walked up to him, called him by his first name. He's like, hey, Ryan, I ain't, or Sergeant Mish, how are you doing? And Ryan was like, holy shit, this dude fucking remembers my name. He hadn't seen me in a decade. It's insane. Those guys that make it to it. that level. They get it. They get it. Yeah, they, they get it. They now, get it. um. For those of you who are watching and uh, are being entertained by this crazy Marine that I have here, who is also a great friend of mine, uh, we have a ton of stories that we can't tell on the air here. Um, I want to tell a funny one to give somebody, everybody, the idea of what goes on in your head. So me and him are driving back from Yukon one night. It is pouring rain. We're both been drinking. Statue of Limitation is not the window right now. So we can't get arrested for this. But we had a few pops and we're driving. Todd is driving the car. Coming up, it's like pouring rain. We're coming up to a stoplight and he pumps the car in front of us. And I'm like, fuck. Todd goes, uh, I'm just going to knock this guy out and we're going to get the fuck out of here. And I'm like, what? He, this dude says, I'm just going to knock hold this my guy beer. out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, hold my beer. He, he hands me his beer. <laughs> So I'm sitting there in the passenger seat and I'm like watching through the rain and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And Todd's going to knock this guy out in the middle of the street and we're going to drive away. Todd is out there for 10 seconds, gets back in the car, takes his beer back. He goes, yo, that guy is way more fucked up than us. He doesn't want anything to do with this. <laughs> I was like, oh man, thank God. I didn't want, I didn't really want you to hurt that dude. Like, it was but that was like that was the mindset, man. Like we're we crazy young kids. Oh, we have tons. 
uh, Waterville Valley, great times up there. I mean, us, <laughs> uh, working at Big Bubba's Barbecue, dude. How about that? That was good times too. Uh, we got lots of people. Oh, dude, I forgot about darts. We used to play this game. We would play horse with darts all over this bar. And, like, we would be downstairs pumping them, like, 40 feet across the bar. And Todd's standing over by the by the uh, dartboard one night. And he's like, where the fuck do you go? It's, he's up. And all of a sudden, the dart, like, comes and sticks in his <laughs> He's standing right in front of the dartboard. Going, where the hell is he? He's up. It's his turn. And all of a sudden, the dart was like, bam. It, oh, my God. It was the funniest shit ever. Yeah, man. Good Justin time. Generous. Just generous. Yeah. Amy says, oh, my God. I forgot about the damn darts. Hey, did you work at Bubba's when I drank the hot sauce in the barbecue sauce for $400? Do you remember that? Were you there? Or did you threaten to kill the manager by that right. point? Fired. Oh, Chris Ross. I don't think it. No, it was. It was. By I the think way, it was like, well, we're name dropping, right? No, I think it was Andrea. You were outside, and Andrea gave you shit about your phone, and you're like, "If oh. you don't get away from me, I swear to God, I'll fucking smack you." And, she was, oh. <laughs> and it was because somebody, a friend of ours, passed away. Right, I don't, I don't support domestic violence. No, no, no. It, we, we we had lost a friend that day. So, um, who the fuck was it? Dude, he drowned surfing. Yeah. Who was it? Um, you remember? Um, well, what a real good friend we are. I know. I mean, um, it was 20 years ago, so um, fucking fuck give me a break. Shame. Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, I mean, fuck. shame on us for not remembering. Jesus. But, uh, yeah, great times, man. Yeah, so me, uh, and, me, and, me and him worked at Big Bubba's Barbecue. We were waiters and, uh, and food runners and we were like the two psychos that would put 14 plates on one tray and lift it up over our head and run around the dining room like psychos. Um, but one night there was a table oh, that were I, Dan Colt. Dude, Colt. It was Dan Colt. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're Dan right. Colt. Yep. You're right. <laughs> uh, uh, people are coming through with the Dan Colt drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we should have known that shit, man. And then you were outside on the phone about Dan, and Andrea was like, you're on your phone? Todd's, and, and Todd's like, leave me a fuck alone. He's like, I, you know, my, I got some terrible news. She was like, get back to work. You were like, I'm going to fucking joke you. Oh, yeah. you, don't, you don't walk away, and you got fired right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do remember that. You remember yeah. that. that yeah. is, oh, that's accurate. That's accurate. Bob, Dan Cole, one of the craziest yeah. motherfuckers ever on a motorcycle. Oh, and that's coming from a guy that was absolutely insane on his crotch rocket. Like <laughs> you should have been dead twenty five times over. Yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Joe Ivy in the comments says, "I really want to just type. I want to type Dan Culp just to be included because everyone keeps dropping Dan Culp's name in the fucking." And God, uh, rest <laughs> in peace, to Culp, man. He's getting a lot of burn tonight. Uh, I as much as you want. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. Much yeah as his name go out there. Go ahead. Um, 
So one night in the in the restaurant, Bob Backlund came in for dinner and he put you in a torture rack. Do you remember that? Remember Bob Backlund oh, came yeah. in there and picked yeah. you up over your head? <laughs> I about that. Good times, man. That was fucking awesome. The cross-faced chicken wing, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, the cross-faced chicken wing, motherfucker. That's right. So I had pictures. Dude, I know we're behind right now, but I had pictures. I had Boss Rudin in me. And he had me in a chokehold. I have pictures of that. And I have you like this. What am I doing right now, Kyle? With the leg up. Who am I imitating? Uh, John what Tambora. John Tambora standing on a, on a mailbox in the snow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, fuck yeah, man. That dude was hilarious, man. Remember, he was like, listen, you guys think you're fucking badass. I've done every drug under the He goes, I've done every drug under the sun. So don't fucking try anything with me. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude. Absolutely. Joseph Tambor. Yeah. Oh, fucking great times. All right, Todd, I think that. Uh, He's about to go uh, tell that What's that? What'd you say? He's about to go tell that party after this interview. Uh, oh, you're going to go tell the party. You're at the party. You're at a party and you're going to go tell these stories after uh, this interview. What do you say? You got a lot to, you got a lot to talk about. By the way, uh, my uh, light's holding up my phone. Sure <laughs> hey, Todd, you saw me do it with Lorenzo Hunt on this show. We do a speed round and I got a fucking set of doozies for you tonight, my friend. I had to go. I had to go hard. I'm kind of uh, scared. I'm yeah. Kinda... All right. <laughs> well, the first one we start off mild and they get better. Okay. Here we go. Speed round with Todd Blevins, United States Marine Corps veteran, staff sergeant, MP, embassy guard, <laughs> badass, killing motherfucker. God damn. Ask GW who he is, and he knows his name. This is Todd Blevins. Here's his first question. Numero uno. That is not Seamus on the TV, even though it is St. Patrick's Day, and you do look very Irish. <laughs> Uh, when you're when you're at a grocery store, what do you do with your shopping cart when you're done with it? Let it roll. You don't bring it to the cart corral? No. Fuck them. No. no. <laughs> you're gonna get caught by the cart narcs and get you one day, dude. Sure, I make sure they have a job. Cart narcs here. All right. If you could play a song every single time you enter a room, what would the song be? Oh, Jesus. Holy like, fuck, dude. What, what oh. would your entry music be? Cartnarks oh, here. Dude, I, pro I, I don't know. An Eric Clapton song. We'll leave it at that. You know what mine would be? What? Stone Cold Steve Austin's entry music, man. Oh, yeah, I saw the video you posted recently with your ass in the money face. <laughs> and by yeah. the way, we did that in my cabinet, too, you fuck. Yep. I wish I had oh, videos man. of that. Oh, Jesus. Waterville Valley Cabin, snake bites and shotguns. That was like the theme, I'm telling you. All right, number three, uh, who would you get to play you in the movie of your life? <sighs> um... Johnny Army. Yeah. Johnny Army. Not Sheamus. Not Sheamus. 
Uh, well, given the facial hair, I understand your uh, your your comment, but uh, Gunny Army makes me my dick hard. So, so did you, just did you meet like, him? Full Metal Jacket's like my. I did multiple times. That guy is a fucking legend, and uh, just everything he's about, I'm about. And he's in the movie, so I, I guess that's where I went. Yeah, he. Uh, I met him in my first deployment. And um, I was just like, I was 21 years old and just getting pretty big at that time. And uh, you know what he says to me? He goes, you must fuck up a lot. You look like you do a lot of push-ups. So I was like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. All right. Gunny Ermy. That's Gunny right. starting to hearten for all you fucking posts. Yeah. All right. So for, uh, for the, all the Marines out there, if you had to eat a crayon out of the box, what color would it be? And you already named it, God damn it. I already told you. <laughs> I already told you. Dude. You said red, man. I, 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 mean, I cherry picked, is my favorite. I would have picked purple because I like that grape drink. Oh, that yeah. Purple, All right. That well, purple. I mean, orange is good, too. I mean, I'm going to go out there and say orange, too. I think if I had a second, it would be orange. I mean, <laughs> and around uh, where I work, it's like the go-to on the radio. Like, where I work, I'm not going to broadcast where i work but i'm just saying like on the radio they call me a crayon eater all the time <laughs> todd where would you hide the body i wouldn't tell you that fucking great answer but i thought about this today when i was writing these answers down or these questions down did you ever see um dexter season three where dexter just he says to get rid of a body you, f you go to the cemetery the night before a funeral. You find a pre-dug grave. You go down in that hole. You dig another foot down. You put the body in there. Smooth it out over the body. The next day, they drop the casket down. They cement that shit. They put the dirt in. The grass, gone forever. Second best place to dump a body. If it <laughs> works feasibly. <laughs> a concrete Wu-Tang is an acronym, Todd. What does the Wu-Tang acronym stand for? Wow. <laughs> oh, fuck. I just lost it. So, um, dude, you don't know. Fucking, I'm not even. Um, well, let me, let, let's educate, let's educate the crazy. masses, right? All right. Witty, unpredictable. Witty, unpredictable. Really? I was going to come with yeah. wet ass something. <laughs> because Cardi B, Cardi B has polluted my mind like the West, rest of the youth of this American country. <laughs> and she looks like Terry. she was being shit out of a clamshell in the Grammy. So, I mean, Cardi B. I, uh, wet ass pussy. Wet ass pussy. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, as I was just about to tell you that Carrie Gray is watching right now and you're yelling, you're yelling WAP over and over again right now. Uh, Kerry Gray says Listen, that. Blame, blame, her. <laughs> blame her Marines. Not my fault, dude. Not my fault. <laughs> uh, Todd, question. Todd, who are your four athletes on the Mount Rushmore of Boston sports? Oh, great question. I'm going to give you a round of applause for that. I'm going to say <laughs> Ted Williams because he's an American badass. And I love him because he's just a beast. And then I'm going to go with uh, 
Tom Brady, obviously, because I'm going to go course. secondary to I mean, who's here. I might give him a, a hot hand lube job of uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I would jerk off Tom Brady. So, oh um, third, thirdly, uh, Mookie Betts. Mookie's okay. the man. I like Mookie. And uh, fourth, that's a hard one. I think maybe I'd go with Flutie. Flutie, what the a hell Flutie. of a fucking what about what a I love that question because it, everybody's got a different real Mount Rushmore. Mine's totally different. Okay. I got Brady, I got Brady, I got Larry Bird. Where the fuck is it? Right you here, know Larry Bird. Larry Bird obviously should be there. I mean, that's obviously. I mean, but in my mind, I mean, Doug Flutie. <laughs> He's just uh, a savage, and uh, I feel like he smashes Coors Lights and breaks the cannon on his face. So, <laughs> yeah. How many, dude? How many people do you know that have a box of unopened Flutie flakes in their house right now? Ready? Nineteen ninety. and folks, we didn't plan this. We didn't plan this. Unopened, dude. Unopened. And also. Also have a box of uh, Larry Bird Wheaties right here, unopened from 19. Uh, hold on, the expiration date on this is uh, November 93. So this was probably made well, in like 1889. <laughs> well, anyway, so Brady, Larry Bird, David Ortiz, Bobby Orr. Those are my uh, Mount Rushmore. Number you're eight. Thinking aesthetically with athletic ability. I was, I mean, with my Bud Light mind right now, I was thinking other realms. <laughs> it's it's great, dude. Don't worry about it. Uh, look at it. Joe Ivy says, "No, Bobby, huh? no Bobby Orr, huh? For shame!" See, she she was with me. Uh, uh, you're right, I am. Hockey is a savage sport, and I love it. <laughs> Amy says, "Todd, another motherfucker in the face." And it, it, Amy says, Todd, you didn't see that box of booty flags behind him the whole fucking interview? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Hey, number eight. If you could shoot one condiment from your belly button, what would it be and why? It's just fucking. Mayonnaise, because it's disgusting <laughs> and it's semen like. Oh, oh, God. I really thought. <laughs> Uh, dude, I was thinking about this one so much today, I, and I I was on Frank Frank's Red Hot for a minute, but then uh, I went to a uh, mustard. I like mustard. <laughs> Just shooting mustard out of my gut, dude. <laughs> oh my god, people are people are uh, are laughing their ass off in the comment section, uh, possibly throwing up. And uh, number nine, do you know what George St. Pierre's three favorite things are? Not a lot of people. Crepes. <laughs> Crepes. Um. Uh. <laughs> what's the you What's just... the song with fucking Christina Aguilera's like Bouge Moulin Rouge. <laughs> that music video. <laughs> and uh, caviar. Oh my god, dude! Those are great guesses. None of them are right, but that's phenomenal. He said, he said, Moulin Rouge video, crepes, and caviar. The answer is, and you're going to love this, women, dinosaurs, 
and the violence of the octagon. Sounds like my son. <laughs> and the final question for Todd Levins is, speed round, if you could have dinner with any three comedians, dead or alive, who are you eating dinner with? Three comedians. Richard Pryor. Adam Sandler. Chris Farley. Nice. Good answer, dude. That's a fucking great lineup. I, uh, I, when I write these questions down, I always answer them myself. And I had Dave Chappelle, yeah. Bill Burr, and Eddie Murphy. Also I awesome. Like, yeah, I feel also like that would be a good night. Uh, oh, Joe Ivey. Richard Pryor feels like he'd be like a good time. Oh, man. Joel Francois in the comment section. Says Chris Farley all day. What up, Joel? Uh, Joe Ivey says Bobby Lee, Brian Cowan, and Andrew Santino. And nice. Monica, the condiment question will keep me up all night. Shake my head. Just Monica. Now, now that, that lady right there is a sweetheart, Todd, and she is Britton Hart's mom. You know who Britton Hart is, the girl that beat up uh, Oh, Adrian. my God. P uh, she, she's a badass. But anyways, um, just my belly button's right there. Just squeezing ranch dressing. Just ranch dressing, maybe. maybe. <laughs> oh, dude. Anyways, Todd, this has been a fucking blast, my friend. Uh, we need to get together, have some good times. We are both fathers now, which is a hell of a story. <laughs> like... Who would have hey, sunk it? Hey, listen, listen, Kyle, before you leave. Yeah. I yeah. got caught kind of off guard because I've been celebrating St. Patrick's Day, the day Christianity came to Ireland, by the way. And uh, I had a lineup of pictures. I had yep. a lineup of pictures for us that I was going to put you with your own speed round and tell me what was going on in those pictures, which, by the way, you were a part of all of those. And I'm yeah. sad that I didn't. So please have me back. So at least... So I can do these uh, pictures, please. Hell and yeah! You one can come of them back was anytime. Being, like, it, and one was also with me with some frosted tips. So you all miss out on that. But oh shit! Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll do it tips. another time. But I just like thank you so much, Kyle. You are a hilarious motherfucker. I'm glad you have a a showcase. I always said if I could be trapped in a white wall room with um one person and have no other means of any communication in the world, you would be the one I would want to be there with because you are fucking hilarious, dude. And <laughs> Always good times, bro. Always good times. I, I was, I was going to bring up all kinds of stories, but I, I we could, we would be on here for two, ah, two bucks. And we've uh, talked we, about that before. Yeah. We, we, we could possibly uh, incriminate ourselves and we don't need that in our lives right now. We are good fathers. We are grown ass men. Who talk about condiments coming out of their belly buttons and this was a great ass interview man and i love you and i am glad that you came back came on tonight i'll have you back again stay in touch with me all right all right i love you bro all right man take it easy later later, later that was fucking todd oh man good times it's a damn good life mike hunnell that's what i'm talking about my boy todd oh my blevins came on um U.S. Marine, veteran, hero. Um, we also uh, 
We also had the juggernaut himself, Lorenzo Hunt, stopping by for the third time. This this show's only been in existence for 26, 27 episodes now. I don't remember what it is, 26 episodes. And Lorenzo's been on three of them now. And I tell you, he's a hit every single time. Um, I want to thank everybody who, who, who's tuning in and staying on the whole time. Of course, we always got the regulars in there. We got we got John Morissette and Joe Ivey and, and my co-host from Thursday nights, Mike Hunnell's always in there, always holding it down. Monica. Um, Sam, Sam Sigler, Joel Francois, thank you guys all for, for tuning in tonight. My sister Megan's always in there. Uh, great time tonight. And, um, I want you guys to tune in tomorrow night at 9 PM. I got a, I got a great, I got a great lineup tomorrow night. I got, um, John Lee Chalbeck and, uh, and Alicia Zapatilla. John Lee Chalbeck is the, you know, he's about, the most legit guy you got in the um in the uh in the 145 pound division in bkfc right now and that's that division is stacked man you got the tournament you got el tornado uh, tell el tornado uh tyler goodjohn you got johnny bedford up there now you got alvin brito you got joel Moore. i don't know that's 165 you got uh you got jason knight you got artem lobov you got a bunch of killers up there and Chalbeck has cemented himself right in there. And uh, and don't forget, Brandon Lambert's always calling every one of those motherfuckers out. So he'll uh, we'll be talking to Johnny Chalbeck. We're going to find out what his plans are for the 145-pound division in the BKFC. But then we're going to have Alicia Zepatilla join him. He's her boxing coach. She is the 105-pound current world champion for Invicta FC, the the you know the only I don't know if it's the only but it's the largest women's MMA uh, organization in the world. Um, Alicia will be coming on with him. We'll, me and Mike are going to have some fun with the two of them at the same time. We're going to play some games, talk some shit, and um, and then we're going to let John go and we're going to get to know uh, Alicia a little bit better, get everybody to know her. Um, hopefully, my sound was all right. I think I had a little mess up in the beginning. Uh, I apologize for that. Thank you for tuning in. I love you all. Uh, have a great night.